When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Gracie and you, Dominic, you know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, but you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level, so that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk. Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good Monday morning to you. Download the 77 WABC app coming up at 45 minutes past the hour. The Chronicles of Dominic Carter. I hope you had a great weekend. And a programming note, I will be in later this afternoon, 4 to 5 p.m. for both Nerdly. Uh, So if you get a chance, please join me then. This weekend, a number of stories I want to talk to you about this weekend, the White House Correspondents uh, Dinner, and they say that jokes often reflect reality. I believe that. And President Biden, President Biden joked about his low poll numbers. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Steve, for that introduction. And a special thanks to the 42% of you actually applauded. <laughs> I'm really excited to be here tonight with the only group of Americans with a lower approval rating than I have. So at least the president has jokes. Uh, we'll see if um, if he's in a laughing mood uh, come the night of the uh, midterm elections in uh, November. Another story that I am following this morning that caught my interest: House Speaker Nancy Pelosi made an unannounced trip to the to Ukraine on Saturday becoming the most senior U.S. official to meet with President Zelensky since the war broke out more than two months ago. Pelosi going is the right thing to do to send the message the U.S. that America is in Ukraine's corner. We believe that we are visiting you uh, to say thank you uh, for your fight for freedom, that we are on a frontier of freedom and that your fight is a fight for everyone. And so our commitment is to be there for you until the fight is done. Pelosi, a meeting with Zelensky uh, this weekend, both uh, Zelensky and uh, Pelosi uh, posted tweets about the meeting. Um, Again, it's the right message to send. Now, here is the story that I am really following this weekend, right? This program. 
and we are taking your telephone calls. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. It is another example of cancel culture going too far. Cancel culture going too far. Woke Democrats, guess who, AOC, wants to strip the name of former Mayor Ed Koch from the 59th Street Bridge. Do these folks have no shame? Do they have no shame? Ed Koch is someone that I knew very well. I hosted a uh, weekly TV segment with Mayor Koch for close to uh, 10 years. It was called the New York One Wise Guys with myself, Ed Koch, Al D'Amato, and uh, Mark Green. Ed Koch was a good man. He was a good man. No matter what you thought about him as mayor, he was a good man. Was he polarizing at times? Yes. Yes, he was polarizing at times, but he was a good mayor. I've been to his apartment, as I've said before on this radio uh, show, and out out to lunch with him. And in all those years, there are two things that Ed Koch never discussed with me. Not once. He never discussed race or race relations And he never discussed with me in our many private conversations his sexual orientation. And I had zero interest in the mayor's sexual orientation. I didn't know uh, what, what, you know, where the mayor stood, but he was my friend. He was a good man. He was someone that I could call in the late hours of the night and he would give it to me straight. And it would never leak out. And now this group of woke Democrats, they want to rewrite history and have the mayor's name removed from the 59th uh, Street Bridge. Now, this is being pushed by a LGBT Democratic club down in the village. And the president of of the group they want Koch's name gone because of his belated response to the AIDS crisis right so the AIDS crisis that that did happen when when Koch was was mayor but he wasn't the only one that had somewhat of a delayed reaction so did Reagan and other officials right so fast forward if you will, and I see the calls, I'm about to start in just a second. Fast forward to present day. This Democratic club has sent out a questionnaire to politicians seeking its endorsement. And one of the questions asks, and I am quoting directly here, in view of the fact that Ed Koch has been documented to have caused the deaths of hundreds of thousands of people with AIDS and was blatantly racist, would you support a city bill to rename the former Queensborough Bridge? Do you authorize the use of your name for such a purpose? This went out to elected officials, right? 
And so some of the folks that signed off on this, they gave their approval on this, include uh, State Comptroller Tom DiNapoli, uh, City Public Advocate and Gubernatorial Candidate Jamani Williams, Congress members Carolyn Maloney, Grace Ming, Hakeem Jeffries, Manhattan Borough President uh, Mark Levine, and Bronx Borough President Vanessa Gibson. This is ridiculous. Stop with the cancel culture. Stop trying to rewrite history to fit your narrative. Ed Koch was a good man. He was a good man. Is this personal for me? Yes, it's personal for me. But he was a good man, and he was a a good mayor uh, serving, what, uh, 12 years as mayor for the, the the city of New York, And Ed Koch loved this city. Mr. How Am I Doing? Now, I also have to tell you folks something else from um, this weekend. And who knew? The amount of people that stopped me on the streets and asked me, (laughs) how did it go with cutting my tree? (laughs) It is remarkable. The amount of, um, uh, I I went into, um, you folks are going to laugh at me. So I, I drive from Pomona to um, to Nanuet, and I've got I couldn't get the lawnmower to start, and I was thinking about you folks as I couldn't get it to start. It's Saturday morning at seven a.m. So I take the lawnmower to a shop in uh, Nanuet, and immediately uh, 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 this 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 very kind man tells me the story about cutting down uh, my tree, and that was my entire weekend with people asking me, telling me about cutting down trees, and so on. Let's start with the uh, telephone calls. We are taking your calls, 1-800. And I want to get to some of the crime stories. Oh, the crime stories this weekend. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Let's start with, uh, with uh, Michael, Cliffside, New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, how stupid could be these Democrats be? They have nothing better to do than to start changing the name of the bridge because it's named after Koch. The city is being destroyed. Crime is all over the place, and that's what they want to do. I mean, that's unbelievable. Michael, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly on this. Um, I wasn't even looking at the crime aspect. I haven't even gone over the crime story yet that uh, that Curtis Sliwa uh, mentioned but uh, again, I, I mean, I mean, a man that you know served for as many years as Koch did, and whether you liked him or or whether or not you hated him, and you want to take this away, I mean, what what about the merits of their argument, uh, Michael, about for how he handled the uh, the AIDS crisis and and calling him a racist? And I know for a fact he wasn't a racist. They just they don't know what. So they're dreaming up things because they don't want to talk about the real subject, that the city is in dire need. It's, it's, it's being destroyed. The, the city is going to become a ghost town where the only people that will be left are the drug dealers and the gangbangers and the poor innocent people that don't have the money to leave. They're, the, they're going to be the victims. And this nonsense, this stupidity, and the biggest moron, the biggest imbecile of them all, AOC, is leading it, and they're allowing her to, to run things. 
it, it Michael, it's it's I, I I I don't I don't get it. I, I really don't don't get it. And uh Koch used to refer to himself as a liberal with sanity. And um I I think I think on some issues that's that's how I am. On some issues I think I'm conservative. But a liberal with sanity. And there's no sanity when we thank you for the call, Michael. When we bring up the issue of AOC, there simply isn't. Let's go to Frank. Frank is calling from Maine. And in a moment, I'm going to Angelo in New Jersey. But let's begin with, uh, let's go next uh, to Frank. Good morning, Frank. Dominic, always a pleasure. I have to agree with Michael from Cliffside Park. These politicians are totally off the mark. They don't know what to do. They, they, they don't have they don't have one clue. They have no clue about what's going on in New York City, that they're worried about Ed Couch and a bridge. You know, I'm going to even say this. Uh, the the Tappan Zee Bridge, the Mario Cuomo Bridge, Mario Cuomo might have been, you know, you might not agree with his son and you don't like his son, but I think Mario Cuomo was decent in a way that you have to respect the man. Agree. Agree. Name him. And yet they have nothing better to do. AOC proves her worth every day. She's a waste of time, talent, and that BU degree she has, you can tell where it went. Thank you, Dominic. Have a good night. Well, thank you for the call, Frank. Um, it's it's all very interesting. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to Angelo in New Jersey. Good morning, Angelo. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. How was your weekend? My weekend was fine, uh, except for a little sore throat. But, but Did the you weekend... cut the tree? No, no. Um, Why? I... <laughs> Why? Did you whip out on me? Thirty nine ninety nine and Harbor Freight. How right, cheap can right, you get it? Right, right. But but I don't think Angelo, I don't think um that those saws have the power to cut down. I, I did the, the math uh equation. It's it's a it's the equivalent of a sixty foot tree. And so but I have someone coming Tuesday. Thank you to the companies, uh one gentleman in particular that offered to do this uh complimentary I appreciate the gesture. Thank you very much. But I have hired someone um, to get the job done. And so hopefully it'll be done on Tuesday, Angelo. But but thank you, Angelo. Who knew? Who knew? My wife was telling me uh, comments from her colleagues about me talking about at midnight cutting down a tree. Who knew that a tree would be a topic that would catch a folks' attention? Because a lot of people have trees that come down. Ah, so that's why. So they're in the same boat as I am, Angelo, huh? Trees that come down and branches. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so you know what I'm worried about, and and this is all I'm going to say about trees, and then we're done about trees for, for the program. I'm worried about one of these other large trees now falling on the house, you know. But what can you do, you know? Before, if you that feel that strong about it, cut it down, and that's it. Well, Angelo, get an I, umbrella for the shade. <laughs> get an umbrella to stay under the shade. Angelo, I I thank you for the call. Thank you very much. I mean, folks, you have no idea how much attention this uh, this tree uh, generated. But now, 
Um, and so, I, I, again, I started by mentioning that uh, Speaker Pelosi in a surprise visit Saturday went to uh, Ukraine and there was a congressional delegation, delegation that went her, with her, Adam Schiff and um, uh, Congressman uh, Gregory uh, Meeks that made the, uh, the trip with her. And um, we are taking your phone calls on a number of topics this morning, the visit to Ukraine the situation as it relates to woke Democrats wanting to take Ed Koch's name down from the 59th Street Bridge. It is Koch who was known for saying, how am I doing? If there ever was a New Yorker, it is Ed Koch. And you folks want to redefine history and take his name down. I'm going to get to the crime stories in just a second, but let's go to Alyssa, who's calling from Manhattan. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning to you, Dominic. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I just wanted to say to you that you do some of the best crime reporting that's available anywhere. And you're, you know, it's great that all week long, the you and the listeners, we take it apart. We vent. You know, you're on top of the stories, you're well-researched, you view videos multiple times, and that's appreciated by all of us. That's very kind of you to say. It really is. It really well, is. It's, it's, it's the truth, and I know that uh, many people feel the same way I do. What I did want to point out to you, though, because I've been thinking about this all weekend, was that it was really nice on Friday morning to hear just some of your personal stories to take the edge off, because we all suffer from all this crime misery, whether it's the Ukraine and Putin's crimes or the crimes here in the city. And, you know, it's, it's a rough week. And just to hear you talking about the tree, talking about the raccoons, it gave a lighter <laughs> edge. And I wanted to maybe suggest that on your last show on Friday morning, you might want to, you know, want to incorporate that so everybody can go into the weekend just laughing and, you know, feeling a little lighter after all the oppressive crime from the whole week. So well, I just wanted well, you to well, make thank, that because I know you. it certainly made my weekend better. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I, I thought about all of you again Saturday morning at, uh, at 7 a.m. And so uh, the night before, I get my son to help me uh, clear out all the stuff in the garage because, of course, the lawnmower is in the back of the garage. And then once we get it out Friday, I try and start it a couple of times. I go to the gas station. The man's telling me a story that once a month you should put um, <clears throat> you should put um, uh, premium gas into your lawnmower. And so I'm like, okay. So now it's getting dark. So now it's Saturday morning. I got to get up at 7 a.m. with the three of us jump into the car with Dolce and we go to the um, – I couldn't get the thing started. So now the lawnmower is at the um, – the repair shop, and thanks to you listeners at WABC, the moment that the gentleman recognized me from the radio and he made a he made a scene in the store, the the salespeople looked up, and and then and then they gave me a little bit of preferential treatment. So you folks at uh, WABC delivered for me. Let's go to Jeff in Suffolk County. Good morning, Jeff. What's on your mind? What happened, Dom? You got walked at the store. Say that again now. I say you got woke at the store. Woke at the store. 
I, I, yeah. I, well, I, I don't get it, Jeff. Okay, well, a- anyway, I wanted to call you about the, the delegation that went over to Ukraine. Ukraine. Yes, yes, go right ahead. I, I hope they had fun over there, because that's the last trip they'll be going on. <laughs> Why? The, the midterms coming up? Oh, yeah, baby. Go bye-bye. They could go get jobs at Walmart now. Well, especially Shifty and, you know, Grandma over there. Well, um, well, you know, being completely um, straight about this, the Democrats, Jeff, are in big trouble with the midterms right around the corner. I mean, you know, again, the president's uh, making jokes about his um, his poll numbers at the White House Correspondents Dinner. And by the way, I hope that that event, thanks for the call, Jeff, I hope that that event doesn't turn out to be a super spreader event. The president, according to officials, did not, emphasis, did not eat the food. But all of those people in that room, I, I just hope that it was uh, safe and sound. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are talking Pelosi's surprise trip to Ukraine over the weekend. We are discussing the fact that some woke Democrats want Ed Koch's name pulled down from the 59th Street Bridge because they say that he wasn't fast enough with the uh, AIDS uh, epidemic crisis many years ago and are also calling him a racist. And I have not even gotten to the crime stories yet. Dominic Carter with you here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I'll be right back with your telephone calls. WABC. I heard you were looking for me. And we are back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. The woke crowd wants to pull Ed Koch's name down from the uh, 59th Street Bridge. And by the way, it was then Mayor Michael Bloomberg and the city council that had renamed uh, the bridge connecting Manhattan and Queens, the Ed Koch Queensboro Bridge in 2011. And this was about two years before the mayor uh, died. And, you know, driving down tonight on the FDR, it, you know, when, when, when you're, when you're this close to history as I have been for many, many, many years, sometimes you, you forget the stature of the people that you're dealing with. And so Ed Koch week after week, after week, after week, uh, I would be with him for years doing a weekly Tuesday night segment. And so he became a friend and it was a two way street. And so to drive down the FDR and see my friend's name, the bridge is named after him. When I knew the man's heart, it, it, it it's a great tribute to him. And now these woke politicians, why would you want to take that honor away from him? An honor that that he realized before he passed away. Now, remember, folks, I have not even gotten to crime yet. I haven't even started on crime yet. But let's go to Stuart. Stuart in Manhattan. Good morning, Stuart, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. 
Hi, Dominic. We have to remember it was Ed Koch that had closed the uh, gay bathhouses in the early 80s, stemming the uh, spread of AIDS. And it was said that he had to parade around with Bess Myerson, uh just like Spartacus uh, in New Jersey, uh, parade, parade around with uh, uh, Rosario. Okay, 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 okay. Stuart, Stuart, Stuart. I, I don't thank you for the call. Um, I said at the top of the show that I did not know the mayor's sexual orientation, and it was none of my damn business to know his sexual orientation. He was my friend. I never once asked him. First of all, if you asked Ed Koch that question, you are going to get cursed out. Believe me when I tell you. I can't say on the radio the way that Koch would respond Whenever someone asked, it was very vulgar, and it was like, woo, whenever you asked him that question. So we, we, we started out as politician and reporter, but then years later with the weekly segment, we grew to become uh, friends on a personal level, and I had enormous respect for the former uh, mayor of New York City, all of this talk about being a racist. I mean, give me a break. Was he polarizing at times? Yes. Was he polarizing at times? Yes. He was polarizing at times. But to say that he was a racist, I mean, give me a break. And then on the other issue, on the other issue of uh, the AIDS situation, I mean, is it really fair to put all of that in his lap? Let's go to Miguel from Manhattan. Good morning, Miguel. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Miguel, ignore the delay, please. Pay attention to the phone. Go right ahead. Oh, uh, yeah, but you called me Miguel. It's Michael. Okay, well, it said Miguel initially. I apologize. They made a mistake. No, 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 don't you apologize. What I'm, what I'm trying to say is the following. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Michael, can you please turn down? I can't hear you and the radio in the background at the same time. So can you please turn down the radio quickly, or else I have to move on to the next call. Okay, Hello. so now go ahead. Yes, now I can hear you. Okay. Two, two quick things. Number one, all these politicians who've been around long enough to have had their picture taken with Ed Koch, I want somebody to research that on Google or wherever else these photographs are archived. And I want these photographs shown like Carolyn Baloney, I mean Maloney, pictured with Ed Koch. Number one. Number two. This business about blaming other people for the AIDS crisis. If these people were not heroin addicts, if these people were not stopping their male partners, they okay. would not have gotten. Okay. All right, Mike, Michael, Michael, you're, you're going, you're going way, way, way too far. I thank you. Uh, I thank you for the call. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are taking your telephone calls on a number of topics. 800-848-WABC. 800-848-9222. So I'm going to get to the crime and then we'll go back to the telephone calls. So a man was fatally shot in broad daylight 
one block from the police station. This happened Sunday. 27-year-old man fatally shot in the head in broad daylight on the Upper West Side. I used to uh, drive up Amsterdam Avenue all, all the time to get to a Spanish food restaurant. And I, you know, I know there was a bank on the right, when you're coming up north, there was a bank on the right-hand side in this area. And I, I just can't believe what happened here. So the gunfire rang out about 1215 at 101st Street and Amsterdam Avenue, one block from the 2-4 precinct. Then you go to Dave and Buster's, a man was fatally stabbed in Times Square in Dave and Buster's. And a career criminal is in custody. A 39-year-old man was stabbed to death at Dave and Buster's in Times Square in a fight, in a fight, I'm going to say again, in a fight over a prize. This happened on Saturday. So now the career criminal is charged with murder. Now, you know when you go to Dave and Buster's and, and you spend a ton of money and they give you the tickets and then you go to to an area of the uh, restaurant or the arcade and you can get a prize, right? So somebody lost their life over a battle over tickets at an arcade. This is what is happening in in this day and age. That's all I'm going to say about it. Dominic Carter with you here at Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are taking your telephone calls. Let's go to um, to J.R. Bailey in West Virginia. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. God bless you, Dominic. You and Rita, uh, Rita are the two-dime jaw of the dynamic duel, and I just praise you for the job that y'all do and the and the talk that y'all do, it's, 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 I listen to you every night. I'm 80 years old. Well, thank you. I appreciate you. it. Thank but you. Anyway, thank you. Uh, I just wonder, me and my buddies were talking today, and we wondered how much money that uh, the, the gang that went to Ukraine is going to come back stuffed in their pockets. <laughs> All right. Well, thing. okay. Well, let, let, let's hope that it was, everything was on the up and up. Um, among the officials that went there. Were you about to say something else? Dominic? Yes. When that guy comes to cut up your tree, Tuesday, you ask him what a loaded limb is and see if he knows. A loaded limb. That's where a lot of people get hurt, and I pray that you wouldn't start cutting that tree. Right. I'm not going to do it. But but, uh, can you tell me? Can can you tell me what a loaded limb is? Comes what a loaded limb is. That's what gets everybody hurt. A loaded limb, and what Uh does that mean? That's a limb under pressure, and people cuts it off, and it flies around and breaks your ankles or your shin bone. Ah. Okay. Okay. it could kick back on you and kick the saw back on you and cut your hand half off or hit you in the forehead. Wow. Wow. I've thousands 
the trees here in West Virginia. Yeah, I, I know you do. <laughs> I used to cut firewood for, you know, extra money. Mm-hmm. I just thank the good Lord in the name of Jesus that you're not going to do that. Well, but thank you. you. Have a blessed and good night. Thank you, and you do the same from West Virginia this morning. Thank you. Let's go up to Boston, our friend Jennifer. Good morning, uh, Jennifer in Boston. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. I was one of the warriors over the weekend thinking, <laughs> saying a prayer, dear God, let us common sense kick in. Don't let him anywhere near a chainsaw. So it's a blessing to hear your voice. Know you're safe and sound. May, may, I was going to, honestly, if I had known your home number, I would have called your wife and say, oh, let us divorce. Hey, Jennifer, I, I do want to say this one thing. Wait, Jennifer, let me just tell you this. So when I went to the store to have the lawnmower repaired, and you can't make this up. I'm like, why won't it start? So I get there, and they have all types of tools. And they had some uh, some gas um, uh, chain, whatever you call them, the saws, that were like half the size of my body. That's how long these things were and how big they were. And I was like, oh, no, I would never try something like that. But anyway, Jennifer, go right ahead. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, I just wanted to tell you a story I saw a few days ago, and I didn't get a chance to mention it to you, but I found it staggering. Did you see this involved two African-American men? Uh, it was like, I think it was at an auto supply store. It was in, in Michigan. Again, I, I just saw it, and it flipped my head out. It was broad daylight, and a guy came in, and I guess he stuffed a bunch of uh, automobile oil down his pants. And, you know, he was going to walk out the door with that. Oh, he, he was up the shoplifting street. automobile oil. Uh, yeah, you know, like for your car engine. And so one, the guy that worked in the store, a clerk, another African-American man, followed him out and just shot him a bunch of times in the back and killed him. Wow. And I thought, well, that that's a crime preventative right there. But I also, I couldn't help but think, Dominic, imagine if, if that clerk was white. The, you know, that town would have been burning that night. And I just think two things. It goes to show you how done some people are, how quick-triggered some people are because they're so done with society. Mm-hmm. I, that guy probably figures, I'm here working, I'm busting my tail. Oh, hell no. And maybe just had enough. Who knows? Right. But I was, and I also thought, what is wrong with people that they're that they do these, I, I don't know. We've just set things up. I don't think anyone ever thinks anything's going to happen. And God knows the guy shouldn't have died for the auto oil. But it was just a very strange thing. If you look it up, you'll see the video. It's, the whole thing is on video. And where was it, this at again, Jennifer? I don't, uh, I don't remember. I want okay. to say somewhere in Michigan. But if you if you just you know type it on YouTube, you'll, you'll come up with it. And it staggered me. I actually saw it on the Daily Mail, um, the clip that I saw. I was just perusing things, and I, I, you know, I saw the headline, and I said, oh, hell no, that couldn't be true. But but it was, and it's just that, and two other things, well, just two other cases, but they're all in one. There's a lot of people getting killed in this country trying to work. And I saw a story in Baltimore City, a 51-year-old woman, Dominic. uh, This goes back to January. I never heard a thing about it. She was killed trying to do uh, Uber Eats delivery. And I had called you uh, about a month and a half or two months ago, uh, sometime in March, about a woman in Philadelphia in her 30s that was killed after she picked up a ride for um, Uber. And it's just really terrifying that what's going on. and, And I just hope, like I've said before, people will think about who they vote for. 
because as we've said endless times, elections have consequences. I agree and with any, you. Anybody that doesn't think you, you should be able to be safe in your person when you are out doing nothing but the right thing, just trying to earn a living. And, you know, the poor woman that was driving for Uber, the guy was behind her with a gun to her head. And she's like begging for her life and he killed her anyway. You know, she's going, come on, man, I've got four kids. Are you kidding me? Da, 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 da. Right. She's like 38 years old. And right. that shouldn't happen in our country. We should not allow it to. We sh- I don't know what is wrong with the collective of society that we are well, tolerating this. And, and I, I thank you. I don't need to ramble. I appreciate no, it, it's okay, Jennifer. I, I, we're about to witness a sea change politically uh, with the midterm elections. And hopefully this will scare all the elected officials, whether you be a Democrat, whether you be a Republican, that all of this wokeness, and I thank you for the call, Jennifer. That all this wokeness, that that um, and and you said you said Jennifer, um, you know, trying to come up with a rationale for why this type of stuff is happening. It's almost impossible to come up with a good rationale because this wokeness has distorted everything and everybody, where people feel that they have a right to take what they want to take. It is now time for a break. Dominic Carter here with you. Coming up at 1 a.m., Frank Morano, the other side of uh, midnight. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. Stay with us, folks. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. It's interesting, folks. Governor Kathy Hochul in New York, she has a plan to remove her indicted ex-lieutenant governor, Brian Benjamin, from the ballot. And it's a move that seems to be gaining steam. In a moment, I'm going back to your telephone calls. But the legislature is working with the governor on this controversial measure. This amounts to changing the rules of the game in the middle of the game but it would enable the removal of indicted former Lieutenant Governor Brian Benjamin from June's primary ballot. If the election is going to occur in June, remember the Court of Appeals, the state's highest court, has said that the Democrats were gerrymandering the election, and that's all up in question as to whether or not it's going to happen. And so this would allow what Hoku is pushing would allow someone who is indicted, charged, or arrested to remove their name from the ballot. It is expected to pass early this week coming up here, and um, we'll see. Benjamin, of course, uh, resigned earlier this month and suspended his campaign after being arrested and indicted on federal bribery and fraud Charges, But as of now, his name will still appear on the Democratic primary due to New York's election laws. Let's go to Dean in New Jersey. Good morning, Dean. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, good morning. I good morning. am a 68-year-old white man who is very frustrated about the crime in New York. Uh, I, these people... These young kids, I think they're all smoked up and potted up. And I want to know where's the family. I know we can't fix it now, me and you talking about it, but where's the family structure? These kids that are doing this crime, they got to go home to their mothers and fathers. 
And what does a mother and father do when they say, where have you been all day, son? No school, hanging out. How do we fix this, Dominic? Well, Dean, you you made, unfortunately, a big assumption in your assessment. You said that when the child or when the kids go home, the parents say, "When where have you been all day? That's assuming... <laughs> That, that's a question that's asked in the household. The biggest problem that I find, Dean, and we are taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC. Dean, I'm coming right back to you, 800-848-9222. The biggest problem I find, Dean, you asked me, you said that we can't solve this, just you and I, and you may be right about that. But the biggest problem that I find is that uh, a lot of parents these days They want to be friends with their children. Now, how could you be, I've heard of parents that smoke marijuana with their children. Why in the world, Dean, would you cross, maybe call me old-fashioned. I don't get it. Why would someone do something like that, smoking marijuana with your child? And so the fact of the matter is, Dean, when when I try and and honestly assess what's going on, there are one or two people, only one or two, that are not happy with the fact that I'm discussing it. And they rather I talk about anything else but the issue of uh, what's going on. So, Dean, the answer to all of this... Um, I, I don't know when we'll see a solution. Hopefully, I, I can say this much, Dean, and, and let me know what you think before I let you go. Hopefully, if the Republicans do take back the House, law and order will be much more of, of an important issue, and it may change the behavior, may, throughout America. What do you think, Dean? Well, I, you know, <laughs> I have no answer but i want to, another thing is is these politicians if their votes if if, the, if their jobs counted on them speaking out about the crime i'm sure they would have something to say but where are all the prominent the clyburns the uh uh the obamas where are all the black politicians why aren't they talking about it hmm. why aren't they talking about who's doing all the crime it's young kids i know i'm going to get in trouble for saying it but 90 percent are african-american young kids Hmm. Hmm. Why, where are all the politicians? Where are all the all the churches and the and the bishops and the come out and talk about the crime? Look at Chicago. That's Obama's hometown, and that stuff's been going on over there for hmm. two, three, four years. Hmm. Nobody talks about it. They think if hmm. you don't talk about it, it's not happening. It's happening. Young kids are killing each other. Well, you you said how do you. you, how you, do you, you you said you're going to get in trouble, but why would you get in trouble if you're telling the truth? It, yeah, it may, well, it may not guy. be. I'm going to give you credit. I'm going to give you so much credit. You're the only African-American guy on radio. I've said this once before to you. I don't know if you remember me, but you're the only guy that ever talks about it, and you get taken to the woodshed for it. And well, it's not fair to you. Well, you. well thank you for the you're call, talking. Dean, but they're, they're not really taking me to the woodshed. When, when, you, when you're covering politics as long as I have, you, des- you develop a thick skin, and I know that, that the facts and truth are on my side. So 
when people may send me a text or or send me or, or, or what they do now is they come up with five one person comes up with five different email addresses and they'll send me an email <laughs> the same person from the different address they 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 don't they're not really they're not really bothering me because i i know but thank you for the call that i have the truth on my side and the facts on my side karen our friend karen in rockland county good morning karen what's on your mind um oh um oh I just I just had a senior moment um, but, we we, but, we uh, all we, we all have senior moments, but go ahead, Karen, <laughs> especially if you're not a senior seem <laughs> <laughs> like a day i I'm making believe I'm not a senior <laughs> okay, okay, well, whatever works for you, Karen <laughs> just governor i mean I, I love these people, they want to change the laws just to suit their own purposes. She was the idiot enough to hire him as lieutenant governor. Now she wants to wipe him off the slate. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's her doing that that he he's there to start with, and you know, just to you know rub it out like that cancel culture crap. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's like with Ed. It's ridiculous. They they want to make believe that it never happened, so you know they just wipe it clean. But how can they change? How can she change the law right? You know, two months before the election. It's amazing. It's amazing, Karen, what can get done when when it's a priority to the individual. Right. When when you think about this, Karen, when it comes to the budget and when it comes to fighting crime, oh, we're going to. Oh, it's coming. It's going to be on the way. Criminals beware. But when it comes to your own survival, if the guy you ran with gets indicted by the feds, you can find a way, you can create a way to get him off the ballot. Does it seem that way to you, Karen? Not be allowed to do that. Right. I mean, mean, you know, they're doing everything to suit their own damn purposes, and I'm I'm so tired of it. Right, right. Well, Karen, it it, it is unbelievable. And, uh, hey, before I let you go, Karen, because I know you're pretty opinionated, I know you live in Rockland, so it's more the Tappan Zee Bridge, the Mario Cuomo Bridge for you. But do you have a position on the name coming down of Mayor Ed Koch from the 59th Street Bridge? He was elected for 12 years as uh, mayor. So why don't they look at those credentials rather than these these people who... uh, you know, I mean, who are they? We don't even know who they are, and they want to change the name of the bridge. Right. And actually, the Tappancy Bridge was always a Tappancy Bridge to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Karen, I, I thank you for the call, and you have a lovely morning. Thank you for uh, joining us. Dominic Carter with you folks here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I'm looking at my uh, Instagram here, and uh, a Jeffrey Campana says this is what AOC is uh oops is uh wasting time on voting against infrastructure sp- spending to fix bridges while wow. and then it continues and I just don't have the other part in front of me I don't have the other part in front of me Dominic Carter with you folks talk radio 77 WABC let's go to Jonathan in New Jersey good morning Jonathan what's on your mind Jonathan are you Hi, with Dominic. me you? Hi go yes. right ahead <laughs> Um, I was going to say that AOC and the rest of them, they don't understand that without history as it has been, 
it, they would never be in the positions they are right now. That's a good point. Happened, That's a good point. Everything that happened has led them to be in the positions they are. People of different cultures and where yes. they are right now. And different political everything. stripes as well. Yeah, so how could you change history? Right, right, right. Well, uh, Jonathan, they want to change history, history, and it's it's the times that we live in. It's the I thank you for the call. It's the times that we live in. Uh, the woke crowd, right? If if you don't agree with them, then they want to change history, where you just simply don't exist. Now, when you size up. AOC against an Ed Koch, there is simply nothing to size up. She's not even in his league, period. In my humble opinion, she should not be in Congress. Anyone can stand there and promise everything for free that you want to hear. But you can't get that done in Washington. And I was listening to Curtis Sliwa a little earlier. AOC possibly running for president of the United States. Are you, as Rita Cosby would say, kidding me? Are you joking me? Dominic Carter here with you folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are taking your telephone calls. 800-848-WABC. 800-848-9222. We're going to go back to the calls in one second. But first, I'm joined by Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. How was your weekend? Uh, Great, Dominic. And uh, all the better for seeing that you have all of your limbs and that uh, this chainsaw <laughs> incident didn't take place. I think Jennifer in Boston was speaking for a lot of people when she said she was praying that uh, that uh, your wife wouldn't let you near that chainsaw. <laughs> okay, fair enough. What do you have coming up All this right. morning? Um, well, I'm going to be following up on uh, some of the subjects that you've been talking about, including the attempts to get Brian Benjamin off the ballot. We're going to look into what the change in the primary in the district lines means not only for the governor's race, but for the congressional district lines. Curtis um, reported earlier this speculation that uh, Andrew Cuomo might be running as an independent. I'm skeptical about that, but it is interesting that this uh, court of appeals decision, all the people that made it, were appointed by Cuomo. So that is leading some people to think he might be sort of quietly, implicitly or explicitly pulling the streams. And uh, pulling the strings on this. I'm going to talk to one of my favorite guests, comedian uh, Tom Dreesen, who was uh, Frank Sinatra's opening act for uh, many, many years. And uh, he's been one of my favorite people to interview. He's going to join me. Uh, he's got a new book out. We're going to talk a little bit about entertainment and uh, comedy and Sinatra, a whole bunch of other things. He's always an interesting guy to talk to. So another great show. Let's Fingers go. Crossed. Let's go. Let's go back to the telephone calls. Ken in New Jersey, you're talking to Frank Morano and Dominic Carter. Hello. Good morning. Is, uh, mayor Koch is a good mayor. I, I heard him for years, and he's never had nothing bad to say about anybody. Well, he he was, uh, I think even if, if Mayor Koch were still alive, I, I remember uh, being with him, uh, Ken, when after the election. So now David Dinkins is mayor, 
and we would be out and some folks would say, Mr. We, Mr. Mayor, we wish you were still. Oh, no, 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 no. The people of New York voted me out. Now you must be punished. And everybody would laugh. That was Ed Koch's uh, style. And, and you know, to, to say, thank you for the call, Ken, to say remove his name from the bridge what it's ridiculous from the 59th street bridge frank what do you what do you make of this look i, I mean I, the person i'm most disappointed in in this whole situation is tom dinapoli i've been a supporter of tom dinapoli he's a friend of mine and he knows better and he doesn't need to do this kind of blatant political pandering to the uh, to, i don't even want to call it far left because i don't think this is a left or a right issue it's just it's just so stupid and uh, i'm really disappointed uh, with denapoli on this one I, but i think in general the amount of time that we spend debating over signs on bridges and names on bridges and tunnels it, it's an am- amount of time and energy that's better spent doing almost anything else I mean, it's almost reminds me of people are fleeing New York in droves. Taxes are through the roof. Crime is going up. And we're talking about trying to rename a bridge that was just renamed. No, not just one, multiple bridges that were just renamed. We're going to rename the It's really Nero fiddling as Rome burned. Well, partisan politics, it, it is amazing when you look at it that way. Let's go to Annette in my home county of Rockland County. Good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning. You know, AOC has so much to say. And again, when you rename Bridges, it's costly because you have to change all the signs. Of course. No one ever ever mentions the fact that this woman still has a student loan, which she uh, reduced it to 20,000 from 30,000 because she was ashamed after she made a big statement a couple weeks ago. And it makes my blood boil that no one ever mentions this fact. She can't afford to pay off her loan, but she can afford to spend our money. That that is a good point, Frank. Were you? I didn't know about her student loan situation. Were I you? had heard that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, to me, it it doesn't have a strong bearing one way or another on her uh, my view of her policies. I don't like her policies. To me, that doesn't you know her personal financial situation doesn't affect whether I would like them more or less. You know, either way. Well, Annette, I thank you for informing me of that situation because now I'm going to go uh, and actually look at it. Thank you so much for that call. Dominic Carter with you folks saying uh, happy Monday as we start the week off. Keep it right there. Frank Marano, the other side of midnight is coming up. I will be back at 4 p.m. today. Voice permitting in for both nerdly. Have a good morning. Talk Radio 77 WABC.